Fresh Art International presents conversations about creativity in the 21st century. I'm Kathy Bird. This is Fresh Art International. Today we're in Miami, and I have a riddle for you. What do a hotel facade, a waterfront park, storm drains, and a city sidewalk have in common? The answer is, they are all sites of creativity for Fringe Projects 2016. Fringe Projects is an independent public art agency in Miami that commissions temporary art and performance projects in connection with the city's downtown art days. Each fall, a handful of contemporary artists have the chance to lay claim to new and sometimes unexpected urban spaces. Curator Amanda Sanfilippo has been working with artists to create one-of-a-kind site projects for more than a decade. Ever since she became curator of Fringe Projects four years ago, she's been expanding on the potential for these artworks to make a lasting impression on Miami's cultural landscape. I became quite inspired by working briefly with Creative Time in New York City while I was finishing my master's. And Creative Time and another organization that I did a case study with in London called Art Angel, a project could be commissioned in the urban realm or really in the public realm in a way in which the artwork itself is integrated with its context. It's just a much larger, expansive view of potential for an artwork. There is clearly an interest in this kind of practice for artists. You know, there are many artists who simply, their their practice is based in the public realm. Art in the public sphere has so much more opportunity to reach the non-initiated. From artist perspectives, it is a magical experience for an artist to be able to really realize something at that scale. Um, you know, that's very important. The temporary project has this dynamic engagement mm. with the public mm-hmm. that sometimes erodes over time with permanent Well, that, all that and also temporary projects are easier to execute. You can push through something that's maybe controversial. You can push through something that, you know, is timely. Related to current events. Yeah. Your party has nominated a woman for president. Current events getting the most attention in this part of the world are hurricane season, sea level rise, and the 2016 presidential election. That's what's so great about these temporary artworks. Every year, selected artists can explore ideas at different sites. So far, all within a mile of the Miami Center for Architecture and Design. When you sent the call and got the proposals... Were there certain landmarks of our downtown or our city that artists were drawn to expose or respond to? You're bringing up something really important to Fringe Projects, which is that part of the application is asking an artist to propose the site. So that's a very unusual way to work with an artist. And it's, it's very unusual for public art as well. So allowing the artist to propose that site, that's what makes it so interesting is they're, they're all over the map. We were talking, it, it is an accessible area. It is accessible via the public transportation, the Metro Movers, which has been a real treasure to really mm-hmm. integrate. The duration 
maybe three days to six months. Sure, exactly. And some of the projects, you know, I hope very much that they can have a longer life. I really am hoping that some of them we can at least get through December and get some great exposure for those artists. This year, four projects will pop up around downtown. One in LED panels on the facade of the upscale Intercontinental Hotel. Sebrin Versteeg is a New York-based artist. I've known him for years. Sebrin has a particular kind of skill set and acumen that revolves around sort of algorithmic and digital permutations of data. Data as media. In a sense, yeah. Mm -hmm. And sort of embracing the randomness of data. What he's interested in doing is reading a book on the LCD facades of the Intercontinental, uh, which is a large hotel in downtown Miami. And really the book, which is called uh, Small is Beautiful, is a meditation on scale of economies and abuses of power. He's quite interested in the context of this election. And of course, it's ironic. Something small is going to be projected yeah. as huge. Yeah, and, yeah exactly. <laughs> and also the enormity of it won't be able to be graspable. It'll be very hard to read. It will, you'll have to have your head turned to one side to read it. And then it will be something that you would have to stay up for three days and three nights to read the entire book. Seabird and I are co-curating a selection of videos by other contemporary artists, which will be displayed on LCD screens throughout the lobby. The ideas of wealth and power are very palpable in that lobby. Another will emerge from beneath the walkways on the Miami-Dade College campus. Hiya, down here. I'm everywhere below. I'm very excited about Cara Despain's project. Her project is going to be completely audio, and it will be on the Wolfson campus. A barrage of different sounds and noises that are emanating from the uh, sewer grates. It's too late. It's here. One will appear in Bayfront Park. I'm working with an artist named John Patrick Walsh III, and uh, JPW3 is he's known, and he's a Los Angeles-based artist, doing an update of a project that he's done before. Although I really like to do new commissions, I think that this is something that we're going to tailor and make for here. It has to do with a tea house. And the fourth promises to entertain pedestrians on the sidewalk outside the Center for Architecture and Design. I'm really happy to be working with Alan Gutierrez, who's a Miami-based artist. He has a performance project. It'll involve a rain machine and some theatrical lighting. Miami's public art environment is open to both temporary and permanent projects. This summer, Amanda took on a new role. She's now curator and artist manager of Art in Public Places for Miami-Dade County Department of Cultural Affairs. How will your vision for an ongoing year-round series of interventions play out through your new role with Art in Public Places? I'm so thrilled to be doing that, and I think that what really we will do is embrace Fringe. Fringe is really independent, but it is supported by the county to a degree, so I think that we can bring it in-house, in a sense, and think of Fringe as that that branch of art and public places that is temporary, that is intervention-based, and enrich the scope of what that program uh, can do. And hopefully it will thrive and grow and have the potential for other partners. 
I also hope through the county to mount public art initiatives with institutions in town and working together to do that, both supporting them with funds and supporting them with expertise and being able to create some big things together. So it's terribly exciting. It's very exciting. Congratulations, Thank Amanda. You. Thank you. I'm Kathy Bird. This Fresh Art International podcast episode features Miami-based curator Amanda Sanfilippo. We've been talking about one of my favorite subjects, art in the public realm. In a few weeks, Fringe Projects will bring four unique creative ideas to the city of Miami. Visit FreshArtInternational.com to learn more about this exciting public art initiative and check FringeProjectsMiami.com for the full event schedule. If you enjoyed the conversation, please share with your friends. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and on any Android device. Look for us on Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Public Radio Exchange. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more conversations like this one.